So it's me and John again talking about the book Shooter. And we're about, well, we just finished the book. So we read the last quarter of it. And really, all that happened in the last like 50 ish pages was um, going through Leonard's journal and how he perceived all the events and what was going through his head throughout the entire book and really nothing new happened because like I said it just went over all the events again but from Leonard's point of view so I mean John you got anything to add? Well in that final chapter it was quite interesting because we got to see this other side of Leonard that wasn't presented even through the conversations with uh, Carla and Cameron throughout the interviews, yep. he he kind of just how should I say this? He he made this like um, reference to his uh, to his like thoughts being as rats, uh, yep, just squealing, chirping, and etc. And I don't know. To me, that just sounds kind of like alarming in a way when when you first read it. Yeah, and then he um. In his journal entries, like his literally his his dates throughout every journal entry, it progresses. It starts from like a normal journal entry up until like he starts adding words and making like little keys for the reader to read. Mm-hmm. For example, like April, the cruelest month, and then underneath that he puts cruelest equals Lucifer, and then if you read that back, it would be April, the most Lucifer, Lucifer is month. And, I don't know, just, he kind of gave me, like, this, like, vibe that he was kind of, like, bouncing between religions. Because he, he talks about Lucifer, and then he talks about, um, like, other names that I don't know where they come from, but I'm assuming they're also religious. Yep. And he mixes words with, like, um, Russian words, like, Nyet, and, I don't know, like, he just mixes his dialogue with different, um, sources like religions and slangs. Yeah. It... And mention like Hail Hitler a few times, like just like maybe once or twice. Yeah. And then other uh, religious figures. But other than that, I, I don't know. It just, it just seems kind of off to me that why would you bounce between both? Yep. But then also reading through the chapters or through that final chapter, he kind of has like this like philosopher mindset. Like he thinks of everything as like manipulative because yep. of the government well supposedly they're manipulating everyone and that's kind of like his like his his passion is to be um be free of the government's uh bidding so he kind of just turns into an outsider and that's when he drags in carla and leonard or i mean cameron with them yeah and like you said his word choice throughout the last part of the book and through his journal was kind of alarming like you said because at one point he references some words that mean AK-47 and I don't, yes, I, don't, I don't remember what page I was on but I think you were five ones being AK-47 I don't know who's his math teacher but I, I don't think that adds up okay yeah and it's just 
alarming because, like, um, on page 197, there's a break in the passage, and then it says the uh, Ides, and then he mentions Caesar. Like, that's from Roman times. And that he's referencing the Ides of March, so it's, I don't like you said, alarming. And in the book, well, in his journal, he was talking about a shooting that happened in Wausau High School and where a girl was killed. So when he said Wausau, I, I figured right away that this book actually took place in the state of Wisconsin. Because he went to Madison High, and he's referring to a shooting that happened at Wausau High. So, I kind of made the connection there. I didn't, I didn't notice that, actually. Yeah, it's towards the end of the um, passage, but I don't remember where it was exactly. But, anyways, yeah, his word choice and stuff was kind of awkward. You wouldn't say normal. I guess. But um, some loose ends that got tied up would be like where the book took place. As I just mentioned, I'm I'm making an uh, educated guess on that it was in the state of Wisconsin. And um, like from his point of view, what happened with the shooting and all that. I mean, he was dead, so he couldn't really explain it. But, like, all the events leading up to it and all that, like, they got a little more in-depth from his point of view. And, I mean, do you think of any loose ends that got tied up? Well, in the very beginning of the book, it doesn't say that uh, Leonard died. True. He was kind of presumed, but now towards the end, it literally tells you like there's a report telling you how he died. It was a self-inflicted wound. Well, yeah. he had one in his, I believe, his chest, right, and then another one in his head. Yeah. Cause and, that that was in yeah. the medical report. Yeah. That he was, that he held the gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger and killed himself. Um, how are the characters affected by these changes? Um, Cameron, he's kind of still, like, sad about it and stuff. But, like, he's moving on with his life. Besides for the fact that he keeps getting interviewed and all that. But, Carla, we didn't really hear much from her. In the last quarter of the book. Because she wasn't mentioned besides for when Leonard tried to make things right between her and um, Leonard. So, like, the characters are fine. Like, they're not affected from what happened. But, like, I, I'd say, like, the characters are doing just fine. And, like, life is going going on, like, 
they're moving on with their lives, trying to get over it and just forget about things. Like, you got anything? Uh, no. Honestly, like, the final reading, it kind of doesn't give you, like, a, a forward conclusion. It just gives you, like, just the current conclusion of the timestamp of when that journal entry was found. Yeah. I, I kind of wish it was more of a progressive story, but in reality, it's just a flashback. Yeah. Like, the whole entire story, like, it starts off with a flashback, then it goes to present, and, like, goes through the, all the things that had happened, and then it just goes to a flashback again of, like, going through his journal notes and entries and all that, and just explaining everything all over again. So there wasn't, can't really predict anything for the future. And, like, to answer the essential question that we've been talking about through the entire book, like, to what extent do trauma, tragedy, and adversity build resilience? Like, they all went through um, trauma. Like, Cameron and Carla, they kind of suffered through being with Leonard. Like, they wanted to be with him and be friends and stuff, but the things that he made them do were kind of traumatizing. And then the shooting happened, and Cameron Cameron and Carla had to work through that. So all that's building resilience, like, to teach him to move on and get over it kind of thing. And, I mean, they all went through adversity in some way. But I feel like once you you experience a tragedy, you kind of, like, you, you, like, I don't know how to say this. You, um, you build your resilience because, like, you mourn over that tragedy and stuff, but eventually you got to pick up your life and move on. And that's what they did three months after the shooting. Yeah. They were just all composed. None of them were like nervous or or scared. They were, all, according to the reports, that they were calm. They yeah. were relaxed. Yeah. So, so obviously they, they got through the event. Obviously, both yeah. characters, Carla and Cameron. Yep. Like, they worked through it and moved on. And obviously, it doesn't bother them now. Like, they still think about it, but it doesn't bother them. And, like, it happens in real life, too, where, like, people experience, like, hardship and loss and tragedy and stuff like that. But with time, like, you'll get over it and move on. And you you you'll stop thinking about it. But you got anything else to add, John? Uh, no, I I can't really like think of anything else other than because there isn't really much to extend off of. Yeah. To, to base it off of, but honestly, I, the book would be a little bit more enjoyable if there was more progressive. Um, timelines and events but I mean this works too 
Yeah, like, the book, like I said earlier, was like a flashback to begin with. Then it went to present and went through all the events. And then going back to his journal was just a flashback of everything that had happened already in the book. So he couldn't really, like, build anything off of what had already happened. Because it's just... It's oh, just... Ten. You can you, go. You? you can go. Well, if I had to rate this book, I would give it, like, a 6 out of 10. Just mainly because the ending's kind of just... Like, it just doesn't deliver. But the whole, like, climax and everything, it's okay. I liked it. Yeah, like, the climax is actually pretty good in the book. But, like, towards the end, it's just... It's alright. There's not much detail. And you can't, like... You can't, like, foreshadow or predict anything that might happen if there was like a sequel to the book because it's just all repetitive but anyways that's about all we got so thanks for listening